a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. February is here. Valentine's Day times are here. Any Valentine's Day plans for you love bugs out there in J-Rod Concert Station? We hope there's a lot of uh, romantic music involved and lots of uh, lots of good music to uh, connect you with your loved ones or with yourself if you just you know love yourself with good music. But that's that's what it's about: love, the world, and music—the most beautiful things. But yeah, welcome to a new episode of J Rock Concerts, the podcast. Obviously, your host here, Jamie Rodriguez, this and every episode, and we have reached the first festival preview episode of the year. This is a really cool and unique uh, festival going on in its 11th year this year. It's called the Winter Wondergrass Music Festival in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. It takes place March 1 through 3rd of 2024. And we welcome to the show the founder, Scotty Sutton. Uh, great guy, great entrepreneur, a connector of human beings. Uh, actually relate a lot with his mission and the way he looks at the world. So it was an honor to have him and a great conversation. So even if you don't, even if you're not going to go this year or, or whatever, you're going to really get a kick out of the conversation because it's very human talk. So you're going to enjoy it. But uh, yeah, wonderful festival. This year's lineup includes some um, friends of our show, like the infamous Strong, uh, String Dusters, uh, Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway, and good friends in general, like, yeah, you know, Sierra Farrell and Daniel Donato and Andy Frasco and Madeline Hawthorne. So it's going to be, it's going to be a party. Uh, and we will obviously be there covering it in person. So stay tuned to all our channels for all the good stuff from Steamboat Springs, March 1 through 3rd. So uh, what do you say we get on with it? Scotty Sutton on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> there he is. Hey. Scotty Sutton. Sutton. Okay, my apologies. I totally butchered it. How you doing? That's okay. I'm good. Sorry, sorry about the delay. Oh no, all good, Scotty. You know, and for my audience, I mean, founder of Bonfire Entertainment, artist, entrepreneur, thriving human being, and of course, you're leading one of the festivals we'll be covering soon, Winter Wondergrass in Colorado, which many of our dear friends are playing. Tickets and information at winterwondergrass.com. So thanks for joining us so early, Scotty. Ah, you're welcome. For me, it's a little bit later. So yes. Yeah, you, you are like such an incredible human being. Is this like half of the day for you? Have you been up since like three in the morning? <laughs> I'm actually in Switzerland. So yeah, I've been up for a while. I'm really getting ahead of things. There you go. There you go. By the way, Scotty, you're also the lyricist and singer for Bonfire Dub. Great band. We were jamming to Gipsy Roots yesterday all day. Um, how does a creative entrepreneur like yourself divide, you know, the time not only to be successful in the business arena, but also like find the time to, you know, the creative field, write a good melody, write a good hook? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, it's It's been more challenging with the um, addition of the other events that we've been producing. And um, I have to really schedule myself to to practice and go into some creative space um, to get back into that, that mode, into that zone. Uh, 
So it, it it's it's been a challenge. Easiest for me if I'm traveling or in nature or sure moments outside of of, of my normal you know working environment. Um, but it's fun to just try to stay tapped into the creative field a bit, at the very least to still understand what it's like to be um, a starving artist. You know, right. To put myself in there, the position of so many of these great bands that we get to bring to Winter Wondergrass and remembering how hard it is to to write a song and how vulnerable you need, need to be and the practicing that it takes to be successful. Of course. So in other words, you have to actually like put in your calendar, you know, time to practice, time to, like if you get an idea and you're in the middle of a meeting in Switzerland or, or wherever, um, if you get a hook, like an inspiration, you, you like, you, you cannot interrupt yourself right there. You're in business mode, Scott. Um, if I get an inspiration or a hook, I do try to um, put a little recording on my phone. And just kind of hum the melody, or if I'm playing some chords over and over, and I don't know the lyrics, and I, I don't have time to get into the writing process, I can kind of come up with a, a melody that I can just hum or, you know, play over the simple chords. So later on, it'll inspire my memory, and maybe not so much understanding the theme at that point, but the feeling. I love that. I love it. I love it, Scotty. And you're from New Jersey, by the way. Um, and you've been in Colorado close to 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, when and how did you fall in love with the mountains so passionately? I mean, you're in Switzerland right now, you know, like when, when did the mountains just like explode in your soul? Ah, uh, it's a great question. I think it early on, I grew up on the beach, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a very deep, uh, loving connection with the ocean and the healing powers of that great source of, of life. And the beauty of nature was instilled in me through that, uh, as a younger man. And then, um, thankfully, my parents took us skiing early on, and uh, we started to take these road trips to Vermont. Um, first, it was New York, and then we'd go to Vermont for the weekends. And I'll never forget the feeling that the mountains would give me as we drove into the into the area, and and the snow on the trees, and the woods, and the forest, and these little towns surrounded by these beautiful mountains, these little valleys, smoke just lingering through the trees, and is a feeling of um, one part being alone and the other part being extremely connected and inspired by something that was really outside of myself. And I knew then that for me that, you know, that that was my spiritual center. Yeah. The messages and the rhythms of the ocean and the mountain. Beautiful. Beautiful, Scotty. And speaking of spiritual center, I mean, one of the most beautiful things about your company, and we'll talk about the festival in a second, but your personal mission is, you know, you always ask the questions, how can I help? How can I connect? How can I inspire? How can I empower? And to me personally, I relate that that's everything. I mean, the secret to living is giving. Um, growing up, Scotty, did that come from your parents? Like, when did this break through that really? Like, nothing is going to fulfill you more than what you give, not what you take come from. I think probably from traveling. I loved your quote, you know, living is about giving. And that's great to remind yourself of often. Um I think traveling really put everything into perspective for me as a younger man and, and through my 20s and going to places all over the world where it was obvious how lucky we were to be growing up in the United States at this time. You know, that's total luck. I mean, that's just roll the dice. It, it didn't, I didn't evolve my life in a place that was full of challenges and struggles. Um, certainly we have them, we all do, but I was able to kind of zoom out and find um, gratitude for what I had and then find ways to give back, uh, whether it was through music or 
I've worked with some different nonprofits, and uh, but it's last it's it's delivered me to the place of understanding that there's there's not many things as important than creating a sacred space uh, for people to come and feel nurtured, to feel honored, to feel seen, to feel respected, um, and that space is created through through our team, our volunteers, our, our staff, the artists. But the most important thing for us is to create that space for people that might they might be struggling and they might be having a tough time, a tough day. Maybe they're you know, full of joy. Those are, those are welcome as well. But to create that space is an honor. And um, for me, that's the most important way to give back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, I mean, we're so grateful to talk to you because we were, you know, just in research that what, what kept coming to us was, you know, that business is a spiritual pursuit. And we just felt like, like you really embodied that, you know? Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, some really good friends have really influenced me and we started talking about the word conscious capitalism before it was a word, you know, long time ago and kind of found that through uh, the natural order of things. Like it felt better to treat everybody with respect to get to a place that felt better for, for everyone you were delivering that space to. Treating the environment felt obvious, you know. The more you give back and the more you leave no trace and, and, and leave these venues cleaner than you found them. Like you could feel the, mm. the tangible energy of all of that. So yeah, it's, it's right. great that we found this place and it's definitely been a combination of all, all of my team to, to get, get us here and to exemplify what it means to be aware as you're producing. And that's not without mistake. Absolutely. Of course, of course, Scotty, um, you know, Pivoting a little to, to the events that you produce, I mean, like obviously, you know, River Wondergrass, Baja Wondergrass, some others, but Winter Wondergrass. Um, so there's two versions, one in Tahoe in April and the one in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, early March, which we'll be at. And the uh, lineup is fantastic. I mean, many of our dear friends, Andy Frasco, Daniel Donato, Sierra Farrell, who I was just talking to yesterday. Uh, who are you looking forward to, uh, Scotty? Like when you when you look at the, the posters that you've assembled, who, who perks your, your eyes there a little bit? Well, I can answer that two ways. What I'm looking forward to the most is I observe the crowd um, more than the band. And when I see a crowd roll in to the small side stage and see the band for the first time that they've never heard of or maybe heard of but never seen, and the reaction and the emotion, the excitement, I mean, it gives me goosebumps right now thinking about that. Like, that's what I'm most excited to see. The result of the band and how it's delivered to the new fan, right? That connection of a new fan to a new band, like that inspires our scene. That's that's the mm. huge, but that's, that's, you know, throwing another log on this really beautifully burning fire. Um, so there's a lot of bands that I'm really excited to see. I, I had the opportunity to host Shadowgrass not too long ago. I love what those youngsters are doing. They're really, they're really ripping. I've never seen Mountain Grass Unit. Uh, obviously watched and heard them. Um, another young group that really, is taking this so seriously, um, much more serious than I was in, in my twenties when I first kind of tried to be an artist. You know, it's it's a it's different. I'm so in awe and so full of respect for these kids that are dedicated to the craft, and that craft is delivering like high octane, psychedelic, full throttle, you know, acoustic lace yeah. music. Um, certainly, there's a ton of other bands I've never seen Andy Frasco live. People are like, oh boy, oh not boy, Ingram, you know. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, buckle up. I, I love it. I book bands for their ability to entertain and to form no matter what's happening outside, right? Hey, it might be snowing. It might be raining. It might be windy. It might be cold. It might be hot. It might be sunny. The bands that come and the bands that continue to come understand that and 
capitalize on that unique situation to deliver a unique performance. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, beautifully curated there, Scott. Scott, let me ask you like a business question just from like the life perspective. Um, you know, this week there's been a few articles and it's been a little bit of like the, the buzz of the festival season um, that just in general, this is kind of like the year of the week headliner. And I'm like paraphrasing some articles like from Consequence and some, you know, people, and they use as an example, you know, Coachella, how like there's still tickets available for the first time in forever for weekend one. And, you know, things are not selling out at like they used to. And they point to, hey, there's not that like, there's not that Elton John, that Paul McCartney kind of thing. Um, and, and they debate, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people are pointing the finger at different things. What are your thoughts on this, um, if any? Um, yeah, it's a great point. And certainly, you know, we've felt that. So I think there's two two ways that I approach that and, um, and digest and interpret that. One is, it's a strange year. Um, you know, post-COVID was full of money, full of energy, full of excitement, full of pent-up um, energies and anticipation of the music scene to come out, and it came out firing. And everybody really, I think, spent a lot, and they didn't really look forward or look ahead to what might be happening happening economically. Uh, we're in a we're in a spot that's um that's shifting, it's changing. I'm not going to say it's horrible economically by any means, but I think the perception is that it's a challenging time and hey we just went big for almost two years it's an election year you hear more and more people that are like bickering and, and and you know arguing if you're listening to the mainstream which i highly discourage uh but that's you know that's resonating through people's souls and spirits and you start looking at your disposable income and you're like well i go to that free show down down the street which isn't as great but i'm going to save that two or three hundred dollars this year I think that's a big part of what's going on. Um, you know, we've seen that in our in our festival cycle. You know, we always sell out, and I, I think we will. You know, but we're a little bit behind in both markets. And so then I dug into the other part. You know, and I, I booked all the bands this year, um, as I as I always do. I, I have a lot of help, but I felt really I'm probably too emotional. Like my heart was hurting when tickets weren't flying like they usually do. And I was like, it was, is it my lineup? Is it the bands? Like what's going on? And it took me a while to get through that because it's really, it really affects me. Um, Cause I, I just care so much and I want it to be a success. So I do think uh, number one, it's, it's economically a little bit of timidness that I think will rebound. And number two, I think it is hard when you have a bluegrass scene that was just, you know, blown up by an artist like Billy strings, you know, certainly that, Maybe, maybe it doesn't help in the short term, but it helps in the long term. Like those bands I mentioned right. before, they're inspiring. He's inspiring these kids to take it to the next level. There's a lot of great inspiration and mo moments happening like that. I don't, I don't, I would never blame it on the lack of a, an artist that's, you know, the big talent or the big headliner, maybe. But in those times are when you find the next big thing and when you find something that's truly unique to you to your ears and to your perspective because it's not what the herd's listening to it's not elton john you know it's something new and that takes courage so i think this is the year for fans to truly be courageous to truly get back to what it means to curate your own um desirable listening opportunities as opposed to just going with the flow the same old same old so i'll conclude with each year it used to be Where's Green Sky? Where's Billy? Where's, 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 where's? I've converted that into, 
wow, we're still coming. I don't know who that band is, but I, I trust you guys. And that means the world because we love Billy. We love Green Sky. We love Sierra. We love all of these artists. We want them to continue to grow, but we want to foster and curate the next the next uh, season of artists. And that, that takes curiosity and um, patience and also um, a little bit of risk on the fans. So I say, let's get risky. Beautifully said. Beautifully said, Scott. Well, listen, thank you for your time. You got a lot going on in Switzerland. What are you doing the rest of the day? Are you skiing? Are you getting a great dark chocolate? What's going on today? Uh, we're here to tackle some some health issues in my family. Um, it's a great place to get some special healing. Um, we're in a remote town, middle of nowhere. And the focus is is family and um, doing all the can just feel better and uh, support and um you know, it's also a beautiful place. Well, all the best vibes to you and your family, Scott, and we look forward to catching up with you next month. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the conversation. You're awesome. Take care. Hey, thanks for your time. Hopefully you can come join us one day soon. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.